0: Hey guys, this is Matt Camera here with our first ever podcast. This is going to be season one, episode one. A couple of tips and tricks for your camera gear. Uh, I'm your co-host, Stephen, alongside with uh, Mike. Yeah, and uh, today we're really going to be talking about, you know, uh, who we are, you know, what we're going to be talking about in the next couple of podcasts, and I think, uh, you know, Mike can take that away for a bit.
1: Yeah, so basically what we're going to be covering, as Steven said, was um, what we actually do at Mac, we have a ton of... And ton of different services uh, from printing. We obviously re- we have the retail end selling cameras. We do a little bit of warranties. Uh, what, what else? What else do we actually do here? There's, I feel like there's a million and one things. Yeah, I mean, like I feel that you really have to stick around and listen to
0: the rest of the podcast to really figure out, you know, what we're all about and you get know, a, get
1: get a good feel for it, if yeah. you will. You know, yeah,
0: that,
1: that, I mean, I understand that. So yeah. I think it would be a, I think it would be a good segue into you know just getting right to it and kind of talking about you know a few general camera tips whether you're buying your first camera you're looking to upgrade or whatever yeah, i mean like most the, the best one i can think of
0: is you know don't really start off with buying like the most expensive gear especially if you're a beginner Because, you know, I feel that people are just like, oh, oh, like I went into photography, you know, like what's the best camera you have? And a lot of times it's not really about, you know, what the best camera is, but
1: what are you trying to shoot with? You know, What what do you want to learn? Well, that's exactly true. I mean, you'd be amazed just seeing what you get in on the printing end of things and what people print, like, you know, you can have someone come in with. Amazing photos from their iPhone, and it'll be like an iPhone four. You're like Jesus Christ, how did you shoot this? But you get absolutely atrocious things from someone who may have went out and spent four grand on a five D or D eight fifty, and they're just absolutely atrocious photos. So, for someone just starting out, you don't want to get too too hung up on the the best gear. I mean, you know, we've got some of our guys here shoot with you know the like the A seven R three D eight fifty. And, I mean, Steven, you, you, you were just recently in Spain. Yeah. Took along your a6000, right? Yep, yep. Which, I mean, that's a crop sensor camera, 24 megapixels. Relatively good price point. It's, I would say it's pretty budget-friendly, and, I mean, you turned out some fantastic work with that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really just about,
0: you know, working your angles. And it's a lot of, you know, post-processing in Lightroom, you know, trying to make sure, you know, you bring out all the colors you can, really picturing that angle you want to present
1: after you took that picture. Absolutely. Yeah. And shooting on manual too, that's going to give you the best, I would say the best range as well is learning those manual settings. It could be a little overwhelming at first because, you know, you're worrying about so many different variables and factors with like ISO, the aperture and shutter speed. But overall, you know, you learn that and you could pick up any camera and turn out amazing photos with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. But I mean,
0: like there are so many variables to play with. It can seem, so so intimidating as you said
1: like I remember when I first started photography I turned on the manual mode and I was like whoa like, it's so daunting especially yeah. like if you're in if you're doing street photography or something on those lines like you're walking down canal street and yeah. you know you just miss you know that shot of uh say you know them cutting up a duck or something you <laughs> know one of, the, one of the skin ducks yeah and you really wanted to get that you know you're fumbling around the point is you're fumbling around with your settings yeah and uh you know, that, I feel like, comes with time. It's just getting out there. Yeah, really works. practicing with the manual settings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just actually practicing in manual, which, believe it or not, it does take practice. Yeah. I mean, I, I
0: think that another good thing to always keep in mind is that, especially when you get a new camera, you should go around and shoot things you've already shot, so you can see, you know, how those shots compare to the shots you've already taken. Maybe they're better, maybe they're worse. You can Kind look of at.
1: self-measurement.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know? So
1: it's like it's like a self-test. All right, I'm here... I was here last year, where, where am I now? Yeah, and it's funny It's funny that you say that too, because I actually, I had gone back, when I, when I when I first got my full frame camera, it was a 6D, and I hadn't been shooting all that much, but when I got to 6D, it kind of uh, reignited my passion for photography, I was all excited, like full frame, better resolution, all this and that, and I still went and shot a few things, and you know, had some fun. Few months go by. I upgrade to a different camera, and I kind of went back to uh, you know my my raw dump on my hard drive, and I was looking at these old photos, and I kind of uh, I wanted to Lightroom pulled one out, the same photo that I shot with the 6D and then I went back and looked at it, and I was like Jesus, like you could you could kind of see like your how your post processing even changes as well, because like I did it entirely different, exposed entirely different. The white balance wasn't off. The saturation wasn't. It wasn't, like, overly saturated, so it's funny how that kind of happens. It was also pretty humbling, too, because at the time I first shot that photo, I was like, oh, my God, this is so good, you know, but it's funny how that kind of happens. Yeah, I feel like that's another
0: tip we can add on, you know, using Lightroom, because I feel like a lot of people, I mean, I feel like, first of all,
1: actually, let me stop there. I feel like a lot of people, especially when they first start off, don't shoot wrong. I feel like they shoot JPEG for the most part. A lot. That's actually, that's very true. And that's a simple thing for you guys to kind of take away from this as well. If you take away one thing from this entire podcast, uh, this episode, I should say, is switch over and shoot raw. Because if you're post-processing your work, it's going to give you so much range to work with in terms of, you know, highlights, shadows, whites, blacks, exposure, the list goes on. It's going to give you a wider range to make those adjust adjustments. With JPEG, you don't have as much headspace to post-process like that. So definitely, and it it's not going to actually affect the 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 images either. They're just going to be a little bit larger. You know, it's not it's not a huge change. So it it would definitely be something to experiment with, yeah, to I say mean, the least. And that'll segue. You know, I feel that.
0: Shooting raw definitely helps you out. After when you get home, and even when you get home, or you go on your phone and you go into Lightroom, and you really want to look at those images and you want to bring out the whites or the blacks so or you want to change, you want to change the color ratio, it's a perfect way to
1: do that. And I feel that with raw, the camera gives you so much more information that Lightroom can play with. Especially as a beginner too, because. If you're shooting something and you underexpose it, you're only going to have so much room to move yeah. that slider or whatever platform you're editing on. It doesn't have to specifically be Lightroom. You could be using Snapseed, Lightroom CC, mobile, whatever, what have you. Um, you're going to have more room for error as a n- amateur photographer or newbie photographer. Um, you know, if you're still learning your settings and everything, learning the proper exposures, it's kind of it's kind of a little bit more of a safety net shooting in raw yeah yeah
0: i totally agree and you know uh you mentioned settings right now you know i mean you were talking about manual but that just brought up brought up another point excuse me that i feel that people don't really take into consideration is that you know when they first get their camera they just turn it on and they start shooting but they don't really look at you know their settings you know because you know every camera has something that it's you know really really known for Maybe it's, you know, it follows the eye, it follows this, it follows that, it has better... Like the eye autofocus. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I feel that people don't play around with that enough. I feel that people get the camera, you know, the time, the date you know, the basic things, and boom, they go shooting, but they don't really sit down and be like, all right, what does this do? How do I I get really good at this craft and then move on to the next thing? I feel that that's something that's very, very important.
1: Well, that's why they should come and buy a camera from us because they get a free lesson. <laughs> oh. Shameless self-plug right there. <laughs> that's, uh, uh, I, I, can't, I can't say anything about that. Uh, do, you have any, do you have any other ones to add? Um, I would say, you know, probably make a shot list that you want to get. You know, if you're on your way to work and you keep driving by the same park with nice cherry blossoms or something like that, and you keep saying, oh, I should get out and shoot that, get out and shoot that. Put that down on a piece of paper, you know, maybe the local waterfall in your town or, uh, you know, go shoot around a park. Make it just get a shot list, you know, add a little direction, because as you get out and go and shoot these, you're just going to be improving and improving and improving and getting better especially when you get it and start post-processing, you know? So that that that's that's a little tip that I would add is make a shot list because that was huge for me. I would kind of get home from work and I would sit there and be like, what do I want to shoot? What do I feel like going out or where am I going? And I would have all these places like rattling around in my head where I'm like driving myself crazy, made a checklist, got them all done.
0: You know? I feel that I feel that it's also really good to always, you know, I mean not always, but... From time to time, you know, you're going out, and you know you're going out, and maybe somewhere you don't really know that well, or somewhere where you're not too familiar with, take your camera. Take a couple of pictures.
1: Take I feel that, camera. yeah. Especially yeah.
0: if it's someplace that's not familiar. Maybe it can turn out to be really pretty, to turn out a great image, and you would have never gotten if you didn't bring your camera.
1: Well, that's another thing, too, because especially when I've been out with buddies, or we've been going out, like, I've got a camping trip going out this weekend, and uh, I actually Google Earthed the spot that we were camping at.
0: Oh, that's smart.
1: To try and figure out, like, is, is, there go- is there anything of interest that I'd like to shoot? Is it Am I just going to be in the middle of the woods with trees and leaves on the ground? Because to me, I've shot things like that before. I, it's not going to be that enjoyable for me personally. It's I, I've done it already. But there's that there was actually, I think, a mile or two away, there was a relatively nice waterfall that I wouldn't have picked up on, but I was kind of just, you know, I gave myself a little radius, looked around in there, and ended up finding that. And I was like, all right, this is going to be awesome. So I'm going to kind of do my thing, break away for like maybe an hour or two, go walk down there, shoot it a little bit. So, you know, just tips like that, you know, little, little things like that. Like if you're going into a new city, just kind of try and find some points of interest that you'd like to check out or just like, you know, some of the most photographed, uh, you know, scenes or whatever in whatever city you're going to. Like if you were going to Chicago, you would obviously go and see the bean, you know, or uh, the beans aren't too easy to photograph either. No, that's it's definitely not. Especially with all the people, though. That's that's another thing because it's very polluted with just people walking through your shots and everything. So, gotta get those five thirty a.m. shots. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You got it in you to make it out that early. All right. um, Do you have any other things to add? Uh, I would say just like more of a a little bit of a more philosophical tip would be enjoy the process. Uh You know, enjoy the road that you know is going to take you to going from. You know, a newbie to an amateur to more professional or whatever the case may be, whatever you're trying to achieve, just just enjoy the road you know, we all started from the same place, no one picked up a camera and knew exactly how to use it we all were overwhelmed by shooting on manual at, at one point uh, or overwhelmed at opening up Lightroom and seeing 15 different sliders, a tone curve, you know, you're, you're split toning all that stuff, so you know Take it step-by-step, step, enjoy learning it, and by the end of it, you're going to turn out some great images for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. And, you know, I, I feel that we also want to see whoever's listening, we want to see what they're shooting, you know? I feel that they should uh, they should feel free to, you know, tag us at Mac Retail on any of the social medias, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and really, you know, show us what you guys are learning
1: and Absolutely. show us what
0: you guys are doing. I mean, I'm excited to
1: see what people are shooting. That's another thing, too. I, I would love to see what the community is actually shooting or what our listeners are going to be shooting. You know? yeah, yeah. So. All right. Well, that's
0: uh, that's uh, Season 1, Episode 1. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed. On uh, next week's episode, we're going to be talking and comparing the A7 Mark III versus the A7R Three. And then uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about the Canon M5. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed. Again, this is uh, Stephen, and that was Mike. And uh, we hope you guys have a great day.